Today is the feast day of St. John the Baptist. I want to welcome you if this is your first time listening in on the podcast. And if it's not your first time, I welcome you back. Today I'm going to talk about aligning my cross with the cross of my God. Because it is of utmost importance to me that I live, truly live in my Lord, Living in my Lord, I am living out the life that is best in Him, in holiness and in truth. This is the life our Lord wants for all of His people, to live in Him, to be fully Christian in all of His ways. We must follow the obedience of Christ. All that He has to offer us perfects in us a soul that is pure and contrite. He will guide our path without fear, without concern, for Christ is all-knowing and trustworthy, always trusting in Christ and never in man or our own understanding. We are apt to fail, but in Christ we succeed and we move forward in the spirit of wisdom and great counsel. Choosing Christ frees up the life of a Christian to be fully Christian in Christ Jesus our Lord. Today we celebrate the important feast day of St. John the Baptist. I was very blessed to visit Ephesus, Turkey and see the last home of our Blessed Virgin Mary lived in and the burial site of John the Apostle. When we visit holy sites, we are forever changed. We are transformed by the grace we received from Christ himself, and we connect ourselves to Mary and St. John because they're more alive in Christ and in us than we realize. We call on them today in all our joy and in all of our sorrow. They understand, for they already entered into God's glory and have made their own pilgrimage known to us, the faithful. It is now our turn to walk through the desert seeking the Christ for all eternity. Their reward has been given and ours is yet to be received. And yet today we unite ourselves to God, to Mary and St. John the Baptist in prayerful consideration to one day meet them face to face in eternal glory. Today our pastor, Father Patrick O'Doherty mentioned that we are prophets And prophets, he said, are those who testify for Jesus. So I pray that you find within yourself the prophet that God placed in you. In the Magnificat, in the evening reflection, uh, there was a quote that really tugged on my heart, and it said this, You have burdened me with bitter trouble, but you will give me back my life. You will raise me from the depths of the earth, and you will exalt and console me again. On February 25th of last year, upon the death of my father, I learned the importance of eternity. It has become very real to me. I realized my distaste for earthly life, and I began looking forward to and preparing myself for the eternal life. I lost my desire for materialism and increased my desire for spiritualism. God distinctly revealed the contrast of both at a time when I had realized half of my life has come and gone and the other half of my life has nothing whatsoever to do with what was most important to me 
during those first 50 years. Christ has magnified himself into the depths and recesses of my heart, and I am now forever changed woman altogether. As a child and teenager, it mattered greatly to me what others said. As a mature woman of faith, it matters what Christ thought and wants and expects of me. In my 20s, having a career to further advance my life and offer more to my family, my objective today, carrying, carrying their soul is right for God and eternity means so much more. In my 30s, being successful meant do what you enjoy. Living exactly where you choose meant more to me than caring about my loved ones hurting because I had moved so far away. But it was in my mid to late 20s I gave my life to God and followed him. I gave everything away that I had owned to an orphanage and I followed him in his ways. He did make my path straight, which was once very crooked. In my 40s, he filled my heart and mind with great knowledge and truth and a desire to serve others. And through serving others, I was serving my Lord. In my 50s, I sought him in deeper prayer and found him through scripture and reading great books written by Catholic writers. In my 60s, just two and a half years away, I hope to continue my quest for his knowledge daily and bring him closer to the hearts and minds of every soul desiring the truth and great wisdom of our God. In my 70s, if God so wills, I live that long. I know I'll continue to have my work carved out for me, praying for souls to turn back to God before his second coming. And if I live to be full of his grace in my 80s, wow, keeping his vineyard growing for the next generation of souls who means so much to him. If life on earth continues for me in my 90s, I'll have to totally rely on his graciousness to get me through the difficulty of ill health that comes at that age, as did my friend Ethel, who suffered greatly with blindness. And if God offers me to live to be a 100, he has given me an entire 50 years to make up for the time I lost during the first 50 years of my life. So my friends in Christ, time is a precious gift given to us by God to use it according to the greater glory of fulfilling Christ's plans and not our plans. His plans are much more beautiful and exquisite, is the word I'm looking to say. And he wants to perfume the world with his sanctity. And we have been given this chance, if only we could see it and magnify it through our actions. We would die instantaneously for the love that is Christ. That love is so desperately needed in our world today. If only we could choose love over hate, our earth would be full of Christianity in its truest form. Pray with me then, my brothers and sisters in Christ, through our blessed Holy Mother Mary, for this great revelation realized today, to live in all hearts on the most special feast day of St. John the Baptist. Walking on holy grounds, I was led by God today to understand fully my own personal crosses, lately pertaining to my late father's death of a year and four months anniversary, and the crosses and concerns I carry for my mother and my brother. God spoke to me, comforted me with each prayer, each station of the cross. I realized this is a journey purposely designed that we carry our cross and our torch of great light for, with, and in Christ. 
until our journey is completed. A journey without crosses is a journey without obtaining the full knowledge of God living in us, guiding us and bringing us into his eternal light. All time, I realize, belongs to God. Let us never waste this precious gift of being present to him. He desires it, deserves it from us more than we ever can comprehend. This morning, at the end of my walk on holy grounds, I was led by the Holy Spirit to walk the entire property of our church. After the Stations of the Cross, I walked besides the small Adoration Chapel and Children's Playground and reflect upon every relic adhering to the holy grounds. I even walked alongside the fence where professional jockeys train horses for future races. I saw two horses, then I saw four horses. Then I continued prayerfully in my rosary, and I walked across the entire 50 acres where horses captured the sound of my voice, and a male black horse stood staring at me, figuring out if I was a threat to his family of 10 to 12 horses, beautiful terracotta in color and gorgeous in stature. And they saw me as well and waving their tails. I literally saw a smile on their faces. They were so content in their privacy of their own farm. Then I saw passion fruit vines fill the outer perimeter of the land, quite hidden from view and the sun, purposely planted in the shade and enough indirect sunlight to capture the nutrients of God. Then my prayers ended and a smile began to fill my face, sweat pouring down my face, feeling blessed by God for an entire morning spent with him, his creation. And I received more gifts than I could ever imagine. Some of the most beautiful wildflowers saying hello to me in the grass. They were yellow and purple and blue and I saw this beautiful black and white striped zebra butterfly and an orange butterfly. And then I saw a tightly bud of a rose. Those are the items that filled my heart with his glory today. The glory of God himself made ever so present in all of his creation. If our eyes can comprehend such beauty, so can our minds for it is in God's will for his children to delve deeper in him experiencing his majestic power. I am definitely full to the brim and loved every single moment spent totally in his loving company, a story I shall share with my podcast family. And in closing, I lit three candles today in honor of my mother, my brother, and my dad. Although we are apart, we are forever together in God. Amen.